Good morning, good morning, and welcome to uh, Linked AM here on Business Class News, BCN.news, as we now uh, called. We rebranded ourselves last year because everybody kept saying, oh, you're on BCN. So I thought, you know what, we'll call ourselves BCN. But it's Business Class News. It's all about business. Um, and as you know, if, you've, uh, if, you're, if you're a regular listener and viewer and reader of, uh, of Business Class News, you know my passion uh, for how we're going to... Uh, actually change uh, the landscape of uh, of students and the future of the workplace. And for the past you know three years, we've been really doing a lot of articles on how uh, companies and uh, how organizations, institutions, et cetera, are helping students uh, actually increase their uh, uh, their knowledge and their appetite for uh, for STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math. And um, I'm, in my journey uh, over the past uh, few years, I've talked to some fantastic people. And um, also, if you're a regular um, contributor of, uh, of our content, you'll know that I love Formula One. And I go to Formula One every year. And um, and I, I stumbled across a uh, an amazing little organization this, uh, this past uh, race in Austin uh, called F1 in Schools. And a couple of weeks ago, I had... Uh, uh, an actual conversation. We recorded it and put it out there with Eduardo uh, Galindo, who is the executive director, of course, F1 in schools here in the United States. Um, and out of that conversation, it's like it's funny as how our journeys actually happen. Um, he introduced me to the founder, um, who is actually in England. And as, as you might have guessed, I'm from England uh, with that accent I have. So I've got a fellow uh, Brit, uh, who's on the uh, on the other on the other line in the studio, the virtual studio called Andrew Demford, and of course he is the founder and the managing director of uh, of F One in Schools uh, Global. Um, and so, Andrew, thanks for joining me today. Um, and um, I really enjoyed the conversation with uh, Eduardo the other uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, uh, and we kind of talked about the F One Formula One. Yeah, it's a race. It's become extremely popular over here in the United States. And it's, of course, a phenomena across uh, the, the global uh, landscape of sport. Um, but we were talking about that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a sport, but it's a team. And there's so many different elements of Formula One when you've got these teams that are competing uh, for the championships. Um, but there's elements of engineering, there's marketing, there's production, media, all of that. And what you've done is you've actually created a program that actually incorporates the 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 theme of formula one and brought stem into the into the picture haven't you and uh so first of all welcome on to the show yeah good morning carl yeah lovely to to be on here and to tell you more about f1 in schools and great to see your passion for formula one and uh for supporting what students are, are always trying to do which is you know learn more and and have more inspiration in their lives to to feed through into jobs in the future for them yeah, absolutely and so so why but let's go back because this started what 20, 20 odd years ago how many years ago did it start it started yeah 24 years ago um we launched it in in yorkshire in the uk uh with eight schools did a pilot and uh and the whole thing just grew from there we had incredible response from the teachers from parents uh we got jaguar on board in their first year in formula one and then when they moved on we managed to get the support for um you know, from, from Formula One and from Bernie Eccleston to call it F1 in schools. 
And, you know, from there, it, it's just expanded incredibly uh, around the world. And we're now into 60 countries, 28,000 schools annually getting involved in the program from primary schools with making paper cars at the age of seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, through into entry development and professional class, which we, you know, comes to the world finals once a year. So, so why did you think, why do you think that, um, I mean, because, you know, the, the, as, I, as I explained in, in the intro, my passion about really sort of trying to educate um, corporations. Uh, and because at the end of the day, if we educate our students uh, ahead of time, get that grassroots uh, sort of program in place, then it's going to help them with their their quality of, of employees in the future. Why do you think Formula One embraced what you were doing? Well, I think they saw the need for, you know, improving the profile of engineering and, and you know, manufacturing in, in the eyes of young, young students. And, you know, Formula One is a, a sport, is a pinnacle of motorsport and high-performance engineering. And, you know, talking to Bernie about how we could push that message out into schools, I think he saw that opportunity for Formula One to give back uh, and to embrace what, you know, students are all keen to learn and do more. But Formula One in schools gives them that opportunity to get F1 on their CV, Formula One in schools on the CV, to help them with, with jobs down the road in the future. Uh, and it's done just that. You know, we've had so many brilliant students come through this programme, now working in Formula One. Uh, you know, they're in the, you know, early 30s, some of them. And, and it, it's down to F1 in schools that they got those positions in the F1 teams. But, you know, in all walks of business, they've, they've benefited by doing F1 in schools. You know, it's the whole world of F1 in schools we've brought into the classroom. So six teams, you've got, you've got a you know, team principal, they call themselves, but you've got an aerodynamicist, a CAD designer, a marketing sponsorship manager, a, a, you know, project manager who's, who will manage the project from start to finish. And, and all those elements of, of what are in the big world of Formula One are in the classroom. So, and it's easy to, to start. The software's free and, and they can do the program without spending anything at all, really. So, so, so you, you kind of outline what that program is. So, so you, a school signs up, and then they they put their team together, and and how does it work through the through the the contests, and and how do they move through the uh, the, the actual uh, program itself? Yeah, well, I mean, they, they start forming the team in the classroom, and within design technology or technology education, they'll 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 actually start the process. It'd be an after school club that they'll form as well. And they'll decide who's going to take what roles. And then they'll pretty much say, right, OK, well, we've got a project plan to develop. We've got a business and sponsorship plan because we need to get partners and sponsors to help us get to the regional finals. And then they'll start the process. So, you know, the sketching of the car, once they've got the project plan, they'll need to work out what the next step is, which is sketching, designing on the CAD and computational fluid dynamics to make sure they've got a good engineered or good designed car that's going to be fast down the track. Um, and then once they've done all that, they'll do the portfolios. So there's, there's three portfolios, which are 10 pages deep, which is engineering, project management, and enterprise. Those are all judged at the regional final. Um, then they'll manufacture the car. They'll produce, obviously, the wheels and the, the uh, wheel support system, uh, put the decals on, and then go along to a regional final and race with all the schools from that area. Um, and the, the top three from the regional will head off to the national, and then the national final, the top three will go to the world finals. And you know, at a national or at a regional final and national, they've got to be judged on the scrutineering of the car. They make sure the engineering judging is, is assessed as well, portfolio judging. 
And one of the most exciting points that the, the judge done is a verbal presentation where for 10 minutes they'll present, each member of the team has to present as well, which is a bit of a knee jerker for quite a few of them coming into the first verbal presentation. Um, and they're judged on that too. And all these points will amass to a maximum of 1,000. And, uh, and that's how it's simply, simply done. We've got so many volunteer judges all around the world really involved in the programme and, and enthuse the students into and encourage them into doing more for the next time they come back and compete again. So so explain how the, because I, I heard you say that they're building the chassis, they're building the wheels and everything like that. They're not building an actual car, are they? They're, they're building something that they can, it, it's, how, how does it work? I just, because I'm, I'm eager to tell, I know how it works, but I'd love for you to explain how that, that works. Well, the 3D design software from Autodesk Fusion 360 is used to design the car. Um, and obviously that's, uh, it's a, the, the length of the car is, is 20 centimetres. It varies. They've got, they've got rules and regulations, just like Formula One. Um, and, and they've got to, you know, support, well, work to the, you know, the, the rules and regulations. I'm looking at all the judging criteria and everything has got to be, you know, measured and inspected over that period of time. And they'll use the, the CAD software to design that car and then put it through, um, you know, computational fluid dynamic software. ANSYS is one of the companies that provides that to make sure they've, they've got on paper a, a really, you know, high-tech, potentially fast car, but then they've got to start manufacturing the wheels. They've got to manufacture the axles and, and 3D print the, the, the front and the rear wings. And the front and rear wings, obviously, the part which will determine the airflow and the, and, and the CFD to make sure that it's a, an aerodynamic car. Then go to a track which is 20 metres long, and they race side by side. So they have four races at regionals, eight races at the national, uh, and they'll go down the track in just over a second. So the five lights come on. When the lights go out, you press the button, and bang, straight down the track. And they've no idea when they turn up at the national or the regional what how fast their car is going to be. And that's, I think, 280 points out of the 1,000 points available. So it's a, it's a big part, but it's not everything. As long as you're in the top four or five of all the different uh, elements, seven or eight elements now that are judged, then you're going to be up there somewhere near the podium. That's fantastic. Oh, my goodness. I can just say, I mean, again, I, I, I wish I had this when I was a kid. I mean, I. my goodness, exactly. I mean, the, the fact that you came up with this vision of, of, of incorporating all of these elements and then, and then theming around Formula One. Have you always been interested in Formula One? And such, is that how you, how you dreamt this up? Well, I've, I've, yeah, I've been interested in Formula One. I'm, I, you know, I'm not the avid petrol head, so to speak. But yeah, I've been to quite a few races. Think it's a fabulous sport. The technology that's involved is absolutely outstanding. Uh, and you know, to get the team principals and senior engineers coming to our our events to meet the students is what fires these students up. Um, so I, I think you know, once you see the, the the nature of this sport and it's it's growing like crazy at the moment. Students realise that if they do this, I think they're going to get on that job ladder fairly quickly. I know, I know, and and that's that's what I've been shouting about for the past three years. When I kind of started highlighting it um, on some of my shows, I was like, if if you can get the the students enthused and and get them passionate about something, then math doesn't seem so daunting. You know, uh, you know, I, I remember. I, I, I didn't even know why we would even need algebra now, but now I understand that in engineering, 
That's what you need in computing, etc. And yes, okay, it seems like so this thing you don't want to do, but you start to put it into real life, into put it into a into a um, you know an environment that you you can really see and touch and feel. You go, okay, well, if I can do this, I can be involved in that. And I've seen some of the videos that you sent across about the the world final in Singapore. Oh my goodness! The, the 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 things that you do, all those little mini events, and the whole thing—it's—it it, it must yeah, be it, it must be fantastic for them. It, it is, and you know, just the excitement of when you see the students arrive and handing in the car into Park Ferme, um, and, and going through. Then, of course, the pit display bill, which is a three meter by one meter display to show off what they've dreamt up—the concept, the design, the portfolios, and everything are on display for the judges. Uh, and once that's all done in a two-hour session, we've got the opening ceremony, uh, and then the whole fun begins. I mean, it's uh, it's anxious for the kids. They've got to race the cars, and they know how fast they're going to be, you know, on the world finals track. Uh, and it's three days with a knockout competition at the end, and then an awards uh, celebration in the evening where we all the great and good from Formula One come along and uh, and hand over the trophies. So every F1 team supports F1 in schools. Uh, and hands over their specific trophy for their different categories, like, you know, um, Mercedes will be the fastest car, best engineer car, Williams, team identity, Ferrari, and, and so on and so forth. And and for them to be nominated is one thing, be on, on, the, on the stage receiving the trophy, you know, we've had tears of joy. It's, it's, it's fantastic to see. It, it's an unbelievable event, and it's very, very stressful managing it. Let me tell oh. you. Well, saying about that, so what is your biggest challenge as as an organization? It sounds like you're growing very, very fast. You know, the the, the sport itself, it just announced, you know, it's got Madrid um, as, a, as a new uh, new circuit in uh, 2026, I believe. Um, and so it's it's, you know, it's growing. And so are you with that. What what, is, what are the challenges that come along with that? Well, I mean, F1 in schools is not for profit. And the biggest challenge we have is managing the costs of the world finals and supporting all our in-country coordinators around the world who are managing their national finals as well. So, you know, we, we can't go to them all. Um, we can't help them with all the, the sponsorship opportunities that are out there. So, you know, keeping everybody going and getting the, the, the sponsors on board is the hardest thing. And we help where we can, but it's their responsibility. And of course, you've got to form, you know, fall into the Formula One approval status for each of those sponsors as well and then putting on the world finals which is getting bigger and bigger and we've we've now probably gonna have to limit the numbers at a world finals probably to 70 teams so that we can accommodate it and do the job and make it as professional as possible um and and with that in mind there's a lot of teams that then will be disappointed you know um we could have 300 teams and without a problem but obviously that can't happen so we're going to do things like asia cup uh, an America's Cup down the road and invite teams that didn't make it to the the world finals to to those different regional trophies because you know the kids just want to travel they want to meet like-minded students like them uh we've got many now girls and boyfriends that have met through this program uh and, and and also have fun you know the most important thing is to enjoy this experience and and they do have fun we have an after party uh, it was on the beach in Sentosa which was uh very well behaved I have to say uh, and that's a culmination for them. And of course, then they walk away with memories that last a lifetime. So, yeah, we've just got to be careful how quick it grows. And, and we can't stop every country. You know, just today we've had Sweden wanting to take part. So 
it's interesting. Never a dull day. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it, it sounds like you know you said Sweden just came wanted to get involved. You know, there's 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 countries now that don't have tracks and don't have circuits. That you, that's growing the message of F1 in schools as well, isn't it? That's that's yeah, right. Ma massively, yeah. So we're into what sixty countries now. So all, all around the world, obviously, there's only um, so many countries host the Formula One team. Probably about. Uh, for Formula One uh, Grand Prix, so maybe 22 of those. So um, 24 races. We've got to just provide those students that get to their national or, or the world finals with an opportunity to visit the Grand Prix and, and get a chance to meet the technical experts and the geniuses that work in Formula One, uh, hopefully drivers as well. So it, it's, yeah, it's an interesting challenge. <laughs> so so what, what what is the... When's the start of the of the season? Do you do you mirror the the Formula One season, or when is registration open? Is or is it the same for every country, or is every country different, is, or is it the same season start start? Well, it, every country is different. Um, so that every every month there'll be a different country national final. Um, so yeah, Malaysia's in February, ours is in March, Australia's in March, but then there'll be USA's in in May and. Saudis in June, and so each month there'll be a different final going on, which is which is great. Um, we try and support where we can, but the season starts as soon as that final is finished for them to to get the rules and regulations out, to get the uh, you know the, the the schools aware of what's happening for the coming season. But our world is all around the world finals, so you know the world finals will take place in Oct September, October, November every year. We've just got to find, find a venue that's big enough to host it, um, which is always, again, another part of the challenge ahead of us. Well, I mean, I think um, I think we're, we're, we're talking about different things that we, we can help here at Business Clash News. But, um, you know, what I'm excited about is this, is a, this isn't just a, you know, um, you know a six-month process. This is a, a all-year-round um, opportunity for companies that want to get involved in in that STEM uh, sort of curriculum, uh, and uh, they can they can really maximise, can't they? Over that twelve months, their their involvement. It doesn't just happen in one event; it's across the whole gambit. And so, uh, I'm excited about um, sort of learning more about how we can how we can maybe help you uh, you know get that conversation out there. Yeah, I mean, the, the potential growth in, in North America is phenomenal with three races or four, including Canada, of course. And and uh, students know a lot more about F1 now than they did five years ago because of the exposure that, that, that Formula One is getting. So, um, yeah, the more the more we can get that message out there, the better. Um, the more events we can hold regionally in the States, in different uh, parts of North America, the, the better as well. But of course, that that needs management, and yeah, everyone in schools in North America will have that on their hands to deal with. But uh, yeah, we'd like to host the World Finals in Miami or Austin again. We've done two in Austin already. It's our nineteenth World Finals coming up in November this year, so that's wow. one to manage. So yeah, um, yeah, we just want to get that message out and about because you know Formula One is has got such a great name um, out there in 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 North America now. I saw, I saw I saw some video um of the Vegas um event that was out there and it was it order desk that was was out there with their uh, with their institution I think it was yeah Autodesk. yeah it was Autodesk University which happens um every year and that was at Las Vegas um at the Venetian Hotel and we had a huge stand there showing off 
uh, F1 in schools to, I think it was 15,000 guests that uh, attended. So yeah, quite 15,000 guests. That's yeah, amazing. That's was, amazing. Yeah. Well, then, hey, hey, Andrew. Um, I, I know we're, we're coming up to the end of the segment, but we could cut, we could talk forever. I think we are. Uh, we, we we talked about uh, my days over at Radio Air. Um, at uh, you know, when our last conversation, of course, because uh, I was in your neck of the woods uh, when I was a a young lad, as they say. Um, <laughs> of course, I'm a still a young lad. Uh, but um, I, 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 I would love, I would love to have more conversation with you, Andrew, because uh, I think there's uh, there's a lot more that we can talk about. Uh, for sure. And I know the listeners and the viewers want to hear more about what's happening with F1 schools as, as, as you grow even more than you are now. Um, and, uh, and so uh, I, I'm, I'm excited to have you back on the show in a, few, in a, in a couple of months time to, uh, to hear more about the, the, uh, uh, the final that's coming up, the world final. Yeah, we've got the the USA national final, North American national final is being held in Charlotte. So um, we'll let you know how that evolves. And uh, if you're heading that way, feel free to drop in. So that, that'll be a great event. And uh, the winners, obviously, will be attending the world final. So exciting times for us all. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I, I may I may ask uh, you know, for, for, to do a, like a live link. Well, not a live link yeah. because we record these. A live link from, from Charlotte then and get, yeah. get some. So, so are you going over to Charlotte? We've not decided who's going because so many events to try and support. We're going to work out who can do what. You can uh, only stretch so far. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. There's not there's not cloning of Andrew Denford then yet. That's not happening. No. Fortunately for most people. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Andrew, thanks for joining me this morning. Um, as I say, I'm excited about Formula One in schools because, as I say, I believe in your program. I love what you're doing. And the the, the bonus for me is it, you know, it's part of a sport that I absolutely love. So uh, appreciate everything you and your team do. And as I say, we're going uh, to put all the information uh, on the uh, – underneath this particular segment as well so how people can get in touch with you and then we can um you know hopefully start some more conversations and get it out there and uh hopefully help you help you ease that burden of expansion um because uh, yeah. <laughs> that's that's the that's the aim of the game isn't it that would be great yeah let's hope so <laughs> Thank <you. laughs> thanks andrew appreciate you joining me this morning no problem all the very best of course, that was Andrew Denford, uh, uh, the founder and managing director of F1 in schools. Um, and uh, as you heard, my goodness, they're growing uh, exponentially by the sounds of it. And uh, they, they, they need some help from, uh, from, from you sponsors out there. I know I have a lot of listeners out there that are uh, uh, CMOs and, uh, and, and a lot of uh, information officers. And so we, we get emails all the time. So if you want to have more information, I'll put some the links on there. But if you DM me, uh, direct message me uh, on LinkedIn, you know where to find me. Um, we'll, we'll start that conversation with Andrew and his team. And um, as I say, until next time, remember, this is business class news, bcn.news. Um, uh, we're in business. So go out there, have some fun. Because guess what? You know, yeah, business can be fun. And we just showed that, didn't we? With, uh, with F1 in schools, it can be fun. Uh, but also, we've got to go and make some money. Because uh, it's business. We have that front word, business. So have some fun, make some money, and uh, go and enjoy yourself today. So until the next time, goodbye.